Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you joined us for our podcast today. Let's hear it from the crowd. All right. Well, hey, I'm really excited about our podcast today. We've got a special guest with us in the studio, and that is Mark Loden. And I'm going to let him introduce himself here in just a moment, but we're glad you listened in to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show.podbean.com. I don't even know what we're calling this today. I guess it's Show Me the Money. That would be a good, good title for this program. Would you agree with that, Mark? That's a good one. A lot of times I call it fiscal fitness <laughs> for your personal finances. I like that. So we need to get them in shape. If we were in church, we could call it the Sermon on the Amount, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, we don't want to waste your time, Mark. I know you're uh, truly, genuinely a very busy man helping families, but I want to answer a question for people right away, and the question is, why are you talking about money on a home maintenance show? Well, duh, no matter where your house is and how great it is and all of that, uh, A, if, if you can't afford to buy a house, you're probably not listening to this show, but if you could afford to buy it, but you can't afford to take care of it, that is going to create a lot of problems for you going forward. So that's why I have Mark Loden online today. Uh, he's actually on the phone here calling in. And we're going to be talking about your money. Yep, we're going to get right up in your face and very personal about your money. Because when we talk about show me the money and taking care of our homes... We je- we've got to have a plan, right? So with that right. plan, we need somebody like you, Mark, that can help us uh, plan what we do. Now, Mark doesn't want to brag on himself, so I'm going to brag on him for him. Let me tell you a little bit about Mark. Mark is uh, in the physical, fiscal, rather, fiscal fitness side of personal finances. Mark is a budget counselor with MKL Monthly Budgeting Service. And you know what? He's been doing this for almost three decades. So I would say that he probably knows what he's talking about. And what you should do as a listener right now is get a notepad, something to write with, because you might not write down everything Mark says, but there's going to be something that he says like maybe his phone number, (laughs) that you'll want to write down because you will need Mark's help. But Mark has uh, also been part of the Barnhart family of business for about 25 years. And he's what he's done, this is so neat, he's created two budget tools that he uses exclusively to meet family and individual needs and priorities. And of course, that can help you with taking care of your home. And these tools... He designed them to make and follow a plan that's customized uniquely to you and your home and your family. And guess what? You don't have to keep up with receipts or use some type of envelope system. That's not bad, but a lot of people just aren't organized enough to do that. Well, Mark doesn't uh, even need credit. He doesn't need credit because he has a lot of money because he budgets his money. But what I mean to say is he doesn't need access to your finances. He's not going to ask you for credit card numbers or or any of that stuff that would be weird. Okay, so all the information is kept completely confidential. 
Hey, Mark, could you use a really good endorsement today? Absolutely. All right. The best endorsement that Ed Hill with Memphis Home Maintenance Show can give is this. Me and my wife, our family, personally use Mark to get our budget whipped into shape. And I tell you what, we are loving it. And we've even introduced Mark to uh, one of our children that he will be helping as well. And who knows, we may get all of our adult children on board with this. That'd be a good thing, right? <laughs> so, so Mark, I tell you what, is there anything else you want to say about yourself and your service? Maybe how to contact you before I uh, do a little interview with you here. Yeah, thank you, Ed. I kept wanting to know who it was that you were going to talk, uh, talk to today, and I ended up finding out it was me. I appreciate that. That was very uh, <laughs> kind and thoughtful. You're a good. You are a good person to have as a client because you just want to learn. And I have systems uh, that will help you do just that. Is learn how to do it. I've written it myself, and I need it simple. I need it to meet all conditions. That's what it does. And you cooperate with that, and I enjoy setting up a plan for you and your family that you can find relief in. So I'm really uh, glad to be here part today. If you want to get in touch with me personally, you can call me at Smart Loden, L-O-D-E-N, at 901-624-0052. Uh, my website is MKL, like Mark, Karen, or Larry, uh, personal, uh, MKL per, uh, monthly budgeting service, excuse me, MKL monthly budgeting service, Dot com. I'd be glad to talk to you and uh, tell you exactly what I do and how I do it. Thank okay. you. Okay, give this phone number one more time. I know Miss Jones didn't get that whole number. Well, she she dropped that piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, it's 901-624-0052, and I can meet with you personally or remotely in any part of the United States. Okay, hey, and listen to all my listeners right now, truly, sincerely, uh, my wife is a numbers person. She can do fractions in her head. I'm serious about that. Don't we hate people like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I got out of line when the Lord handed out that math skill. But my wife stayed in line, and I guess she got mine or something. But anyway, nevertheless, and even though she's worked in a bank, she's kept books for a, a major multi-branch location business. In spite of all that, she loves, and in other words, what I'm trying to say, even with all that ability, she needed the help that Mark brought to our family, and she loves this. So, well, uh, you know what that means, Ed? You know what that means, Ed, is, Ed, is that we've got a lot of poor systems out there. In our educational system, there really isn't any formal, much formal training on the area of personal budgeting. Uh, if you do bookkeeping, you just keep records of what you did, and you look at things that necessarily aren't personal every day or certainly every month. So I put together something that is realistic because since it's not being taught, I had to give two tools away that people would understand how to use it for themselves. We're just not educated in it. People come to me fearful that they can do it. They come to me uh, scared as to how I'm going to go about it, and be honest with you, can they learn it? That's another thing. It's because it's not brought up in public. It's not brought up, brought up in society, how to manage money. Yeah, sort of a, a subject people just are embarrassed or afraid to even talk about. 
And, you know, and I've noticed, and this is true with us and our family, people who are in the trades like, you know, roofing, painting, um, I don't know, auto mechanic, whatever, all kind of stuff. Anybody in, in uh, sales or anybody maybe who owns their own business, sometimes it's hard to predict what your income is going to be. And I know for us, having this tool has uh, put more predictability into our cash flow and how we handle it. And you were telling me before we went live on the podcast, Mark, that, and I, and I know this to be true, that within your budgeting system that you help people set up, there is a category for that, quote, unexpected house repair, because we right. should be expecting it. And even if somebody didn't think about it, you're making them think about putting a little bit aside every week, every month, so that when that, quote, unexpected house repair comes up, like a furnace right. or a roof or whatever the breakdown is, there's not a panic. There's money set aside, earmarked for That's that. Right. So I'm loving that. And you can, do that, you can do that with so many things. You can do that with car maintenance. You can do that with car tags. You can do that with things that are fun, like can we do a vacation? Uh, can we, um, can we, uh, can we upgrade on a car? Uh, how big a house can we get? Can I retire? The thing about it is I take known information and then massage it with these two tools so that we pay bills on time. We set aside money for future needs, like the things we just mentioned. Every year, you're going to have to have clothes for your kids to go to school. Let's not pretend we don't have it. And then the last thing I'd like to do is pay down debt. So we pay bills on time, set aside money for future needs, pay down debt. We do that every month. Now, once we get these debts out, we'll take that money and put it somewhere else. Guess what? You just got to raise without asking your employer for anything. Man, It'll I'm work if you're 100% commission, salary plus, plus, plus commission, overtime, no overtime time straight salary people don't know so they just assume negatively about the things about their money i can't handle money i'm not very good at that you don't know you got terrible tools to yeah. make it work you haven't been trained or taught how to do it and i'm assuming anybody who might happen to be living in a pandemic even if you make mega bucks you know you need to be restricting and managing your cash flow your what comes in and and weigh for sure what goes out so, and that's true. It's also true of people who are doing a killing during this pandemic. Yeah. Uh, several people I know of, whatever, depending on the trade that they're in, are making a killing off of it that they won't make otherwise. Yeah. I've heard people tell me, I've made more money in the pandemic than I ever did uh, in the usual way of, of doing business. I, I hear that a lot from the people in the trades relating to houses. All right, mm -hmm. here's some questions for you, Mark, and uh, sure. maybe just a quick answer, and you feel free to elaborate on any one that jumps out at you. What what right. is what is a monthly budget counselor? Uh, I, I don't think a lot of us are familiar with that term. Uh, right, because to be honest with you, uh, being a monthly budget counselor, I am not on the radar. Uh, they don't know how to categorize me. They uh, they think I they want me think I'm a uh, person who handles their debt. I'm a person who loans money. I sell insurance or or, uh, or investments. And no, I don't do any of that stuff. Well, what are you? So I guess I'm 
I, I'm a weirdo, a chameleon, or whatever to come in. You know, I'm amphibious and come in and out of the water. <laughs> yeah. But what I am is I train people to handle their income and expenses okay. through a monthly budget plan. One that they can handle, someone that they control. And I tell you one thing I love about it is, and I don't know of any budgeting system out there that does that, I can take a cup of coffee and with my wife, we can sit there and look at this screen and know exactly where we are in our finances on a monthly, if not a daily basis. And that is very, oh, this is how much I've got in clothes. This is how much i got left in, in groceries until I get paid again. This is, so I run it like a business. And people are not taught how to run it like a business. And there has to be some counseling and some structure in order to do it because we're not used to it. And when people come see me, they think negatively about their money. They're afraid that I'm going to let them have it because <laughs> they didn't do this or that or X. And I'm thinking, does a doctor do you that way? Are you sick? Get out of my office until you're well. No, I, I don't think he does that. And for me, I'm not looking for fault. I'm looking for people who are participants in what we're going to do because we can open up the whole world to you and you can manage your money at your fingertips. All right. Well, I like that answer. All right. Here's a, here's something that people wonder about. Sometimes I'm, I'm behind on my bills. Uh, other times I, I'm way behind on my bills. What could, what is it that you can do to help me and you know, I can't make any more money than I'm already making. So what is it that would be different? How, how does that work, Mark? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. The, it's, it's down to two words, cash flow. So what has happened, people think they can't handle their money when actually they just got their cash flow messed up. They're barely able to pay their bill on time, and then they just huff and puff for two weeks, hoping they can get enough money for groceries and all that stuff. Uh, they They... Um, have the bill before they have the money. So I have a way, without going into details about it, how to flip that around where you'll, in all your categories, you'll have the money before you need the money rather than the other way around. So no, I can't make any money for you, but I can rearrange your money in such a way that is what you want, and I'll make sure that that's what you want, then I'll give it back to you for you to follow and for you to do, for you to pay your bills, and then I come back usually once a month as a way we work it, and I'm able to monitor what you got, change a little bit here. Change. I've had some people 15, 20 years, not because they can't do it, because they love the accountability. I work that first sheet, and they work that second Excel uh, sheet, and, man, there's harmony in the home there. All right. Well, let me give you a, a good scenario. We're flying into the danger zone here now, Mark. Okay. Maybe maybe a lady listener says, my husband and I can't get on the same page on anything, much less on money. W what is it that you can do to help us bridge that gap? Or is that, is that a bridge too far? No, it's not. In fact, that's really not a true statement. 70% of everything they do, they agree. I guess they don't want to pay their house note. They both of them refuse to pay the car note. I don't <laughs> think so. Nobody wants the Internet. Nobody what? wants to buy food. Now, look, 70 to 75% are bills and things that you got have to pay or want to pay. And the last 35, 30 to 25 to 30% is left over. There's your trouble right there. 
Okay. That's where everybody gets in trouble, not necessarily paying the bills, though some do. What's left over in paying the bills is where everybody feels that that's theirs, and I'm afraid you're going It's not that I can't, that we can't afford it, honey. It's that you don't want me to have it. Yeah. So what we do is we set the priorities for you both will agree. Hey, I'm sorry. We've only got 30% less left. I'll do anything you want to. Hey, you want some clothes and karma? How about some entertainment? You never go, how about some counseling? You guys might need some counseling. Let's <laughs> put the finances together. No, give them something to work together with. Give them something they can look forward to, like maybe going out to eat, uh, maybe with another couple. Something that can be fun. Taking a trip that they can be fun. Find something that they can do that will end up being a situation where it's a fun situation rather than uh, quit, stop, don't. And that's where a lot of budgets go. Somebody's got to say no and somebody's got to say yes, and usually the one that handles the money gets all the, the grunt from it, and sometimes they should, and maybe sometimes they shouldn't. This way, you put everybody on the same page and have a reason to do that. This is no lie. I've been doing this almost 30 years. Uh, I would say there's around five couples that I did not know at the time were going to get a divorce, but they wanted to come to me and kind of set everything up to see what each other should should divide. Now, I yeah. didn't divide anything. I just set up a budget for them. Those people never got a divorce. Those people <laughs> wow. said, this is my issue. It's that we couldn't communicate on finances. But when we were forced to decide what we we're going to do with the 30% and both couples wanted to, or the couple wanted to, then, oh, we made a lot of it. And, and we got respect. A woman who handles the money gets respect when she handles the finances in a way. I've had people switch and say, I want to do the finances. I didn't know we could do this. And the man sometimes takes over. When the woman's been doing it for you, he, he can do it now. And there's no argument. He doesn't have to hear her. She doesn't have to hear him. We're on the same page. And if you argue about it, go right back to the budget plan and talk to the figures and make them work out. That's where I kind of come in and do that. So that was a real surprise to me that it was budget communication, not necessarily interpersonal relationship, that was the problem. It was the idea of people taking sides financially. All right. And I can tell you, if anybody's listening and saying, I, I hate writing down a budget plan and, you know, doing this and doing that uh, traditionally about a budget, that's not what we're talking about here. Mark's going to help you actually set up a uh, system that you'll love. It's easy. And uh, it's not going to be like anything you've ever tried to do before on budgeting. And like we mentioned, even if you're in some type of, um, you know, like you don't get a, a salary, like a, a set amount of pay every week or month, Mark can even help people with uh, ir irregular pay, let's say. Now, I've got another mm -hmm. question for you, Mark. Somebody says, uh, well, I don't have a problem paying my bills. Uh, but I do have a problem paying them on time or even close to on time. How does, how does that get fixed in your system? Well, we covered that one just a minute ago. I think what you meant to ask me was why do I need a budget plan? At least that's what it sounded like. Yeah, that's exactly what I said, Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I was wrong. I just didn't know which one you wanted me to be wrong on. There you go. Uh, well, I pay my bills on time. Here's a way we budget money. Now, you tell me if it's effective, Ed. What we're doing is we're going to take the money that's in our checkbook right when we get paid, 
uh, right after we get paid, whenever you want to look at that bank balance. And you look at that bank balance and you tell me what's there. Okay, it's X amount of money. All right, now tell me everything about that, that checkbook balance. Well, I know the house has to come when. Uh, I don't have to look. How much is it? Well, I'm not sure. I'm going to, okay, what car note? Okay, I think I already paid that. I'm not ready. I think I paid. I'm going to, when's that due, honey? So here we go. You've got all this money in there, thousands of dollars. You know the first thing about it. So what you do is you just let people come in and pick at it as you need it. Your wife will pick out some money. You'll be, oh, wait a minute. we got to pay this bill. So there's no rhyme or reasons, and there's thousands of dollars going in and coming out, and we're treating it like it's just a buck fifty. Okay. So the idea is if, if you budget your money, I promise you, you'll have more money than you've ever had before. Some people get third-week paychecks, fifth-week paychecks. They get overtime. They get bonuses. Uh, they pay off bills, and you've already got an increase in income. That's an awful lot going on. You know, I'm good at what I do, but I can't do it without you, these two tools that I have created. I just, I don't know what I'd be, be I don't know how I would handle or manage. I don't know where I, my wife and I would be today if we hadn't had some kind of structure there has to be a structure. There has to be a simple plan to follow that simple structure. But folks, think of it this way. You know what? You're going to have to deal with your monthly income and expenses. Why not we just put some structure to it? Yeah, and, and, it and you know what? If somebody doesn't deal with it, it will deal with them, and they might not like the outcome. So I tell my kids all the time, take care of business. If you don't take care of business, it'll kick you in the, in the behind. Yeah. Because it has to be taken care of you. Now, but I'm afraid. I'm concerned. That's why I, do, I help you with that. Bring your fear. Bring your terrorism that you don't know what in the world you're going to do. It'd be like operating on yourself. Even if you were the best surgeon in the world, you would probably hand that operation over to somebody else to be able <laughs> to handle it. Because it's not wise to work on you. And we don't have anybody that, that does that on a consistent basis. But I am one. But one of those people who look at that situation and take the what you look as difficult, I'm pretty, hey, I think I can handle it and walk you through it. And I enjoy the journey. I enjoy the, the mess ups. I enjoy making it fixed, making it right. Just and, like being on a football team. I love throwing the, the touchdown pass. So that's what I like to do. And I tell you what you just said too about, like, let's say in the first meeting or two, you set up the budget and then then it just becomes obvious, like, uh, not, not that you did something wrong, but maybe the homeowner didn't give all the information and right. they, they say, Hey, we gotta, we gotta change this number here. This is way wrong. And, we, and it's, right. and it, you just change it and it's easy to fix. So, all right. Yeah, I'm not trying to catch people doing something wrong. I'm trying to catch people doing something right. Well, there you go. And you're not, you're not paying their bills for them. You're not, you don't have access to their credit cards nor their bank account. So there's just pretty hard to lose right. at doing this. It is. I want them to be responsible. I'm not going to hand walk them through everything. I'll hand walk them in the words and, and the attitude and concepts. But when it comes down to it, they have to fall uh, follow through it. And if they're not successful the first or second time, I understand it. Sometimes people want to know how I'm going to react if they don't do right, if they, if they don't, if they fail. 
All I want to know is, are you going to come back and pry? That's my only criteria. That's even right. if I didn't do it right, even if you didn't do it right, because it's different than you've done it before. Amen. It's a different situation, and it's not natural, it's not normal, but boy, is it a life changer. Amen. Well, listen, if you're out there listening today and you tuned in because you need help with your roof, you need free expert roof advice, maybe it's just a small repair, maybe it's an entire replacement, and you need an estimate, a free honest inspection, or you need uh, assistance with an insurance claim because you have real live storm damage already on your roof, you can call me, Ed Hill. Now, I am senior consultant with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, the largest residential roofer in the Mid-South. You can call me direct at 901-273-6594. One more time, 901-273-6594, and we'll see how we can be of service to you. But, uh, Mark, uh, tell us again a couple of ways that they can learn more about you and reach out to you for your help with their budgeting. If you want to look at my uh, website, it's MKL, a monthly budgeting service, singular.com. Monthly budgeting service.com. Telephone number is 901-624-0052. Love to talk to you about it. You can just call and ask me whatever questions, and then you can decide at any time. This is not a push thing. If I have to drag you into the office, it's not going to be effective. I want you to come and be a part of something that's a good place to be, a safe place to be, and an important place to be to get you where you need to be financially. All right, perfect. Mark, I appreciate you being our guest today on the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. And thank you all for listening, and God bless you is my prayer. Thank you, Ed. Bye-bye.